Welcome, everybody, to Wizards and Hand Grenades. I'm your host, Devin Moon. With me, as going to be always, Trevor Payne. Trev, how's it going, Dude, man? What's happening, Devin? Man, my favorite person on the face of this earth. <laughs> Besides my children and my wife, you know. Oh, I mean, oh. you're out there, but I sure, I've missed you lately, I'll tell you what. Dude, I, I miss you too. It is sad that I haven't overcome the wife, you know? I'm close. I'm close. I'm... I can feel it. And then the kids. Ah, here's hoping. Uh, there we Tra- go. I did. <laughs> Trav, dude, I miss you. I miss you so, so very much. And I'm excited. A podcast most likely will be on the Nintendo show's stream. And you'll be like, why is the name changed? Why is there a different logo? Why is there 70 episodes of the Nintendo show? And all of a sudden we're into wizards and hand grenades. Well, guys, we're done. We've dropped it. The Nintendo show has been d- 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 done dropped. It's not that we don't love Nintendo. We love Nintendo. Trev, so tell them how much we love Nintendo. Dude, like we're huge fans. Huge fans. Like we bought all the crap. We're in deep. We love the stuff. It's just, we love a lot of stuff. And, you know, as much as I love Nintendo, and I do, it's just, I would like to expand our horizons. So let's be honest. The Nintendo show was basically us having any excuse to do stuff that we enjoyed other than Nintendo, right? There was tons of different little things that we <laughs> snuck in there, especially at the end. So we're just, we're just Dude, switching. It. I know we would have like a PlayStation moment, Xbox moment. We're trying to fit anything else in, you know? And so I think this is a good move. So that way, basically we're going to be able to discuss more than just Nintendo. We're going to be able to talk about all our passions, all the things that we're into, which I mean, let's be honest, Evan, they're all pretty geeky, right? Yeah, it's essentially, guys, what the show is, is just, it's for the geeks. It's for your inner geek. How this is going to work, we both brought two topics that we just can't get off our minds over a month. So we're going to do this every month. At the end of the month, we're going to record, and then we'll send this bad boy out. And we're also going to bring some music into this. If you knew the Nintendo show, we were obsessed with music. We involved a lot of music into the show. And we're going to do a similar thing. And we're just going to treat you like friends. We're going to share all the stuff we love, essentially. So, Absolutely. And I think, too, maybe we'll set up some way for kind of communication where if you know there's stuff that you guys are digging, let us know. And uh, also, we'd love to hear as far as what you guys are into, what you guys are enjoying these days, because there's so much good crap out there. So we'll figure that out down the road as well. Yeah. Yep. This is a the first maiden voyage and it will grow and get better as we get along. But thanks, everybody, for coming. We're excited. Let's start the show. Enough wibble wabble. Trev, what is your topic, man? The thing you cannot get out of your mind. Topic one. What is just pounding in that head? Mm, just rattling around up in there in that empty cranium of mine, dude. I have been super into a little video game called Pow World. Have you heard of this thing, Devin? You mean the international sensation that's like got yeah. 7 million freaking downloads in five days or some crazy crap? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. So, I mean, like, I, I think the reason it's on my mind is not only because it's an interesting game. I've had fun playing it. I wouldn't say it's like my style of game, but I I think it also kind of what's on my mind is like, okay, people are calling this Pokemon with guns. I don't think it's necessarily that. I feel like it's a very different game with little elements of Pokemon. Have you tried this game yet, Dev? I, I haven't. I haven't dabbled okay. yet. I haven't quite made the jump just because I'm a little turned off by what the game is. Like you said, if it was Pokemon gu- with guns, yeah, maybe I would be down. But it's a more of a survival game. That's not really my style. Maybe this would change my mind in some way. I don't know if they do something different that's like super cool or outside the box. Yeah, it's just I'm not I'm not one of those survival PC homies. Never have been. I don't know. Trev, convince me though. Is this is this so going to change my world? I don't know if I can convince you because I don't know if I'm fully convinced, but you know, let's talk about it real quick. So like Pal World, uh, all the marketing leading up to it makes it feel like it's going to be this Pokemon game and then with guns. Some of the Pokemon have guns, or I guess they call them pals in this game. And then your character can potentially craft a gun and stuff. But anyways, I went into it thinking, oh, cool. This is just going to be like a cool 3D Pokemon-esque style game. You're catching dudes, you're fighting dudes. So anyways, this reminds me of a game like Rust or Ark yeah. or something uh-huh. like that. And and I and real quick, you realize, oh, there is a huge 
crafting and survival aspect of this game. Like you're having to eat food, you're chopping down trees, mining, all that good stuff and crafting, basically like, you know, your camp and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. And honestly, the loop, that gameplay loop of craft, get the better thing, go out and craft more, build even a better thing is actually really rewarding in this game. It is it is quite enjoyable. Then where the Pokemon side or that comparison comes in, are there there's over like a hundred of these new creatures. Dude, you try you roll up on these homies with like a baseball bat oh, and you shit. just start smacking them till their health gets low, and then yeah. you throw like a pal sphere at it, which is a Pokeball equivalent. Oh sure. It is hilarious. Then at that point, your camp, you can assign pals to work in your camp. So that you're like, hey, you're gonna be, and each pal has different attributes or things that they're good at like one's really good at farming and one's really good at watering things and one's really good at helping you craft or build so anyways you want to have a good variety of pals in your base and they can be assigned to different uh things that you craft along the way and so like i had a dude over there planting seeds the other guy would come up behind him and water those seeds and then another one would come and harvest and put them in a box anyways there's this (laughs) cool like flow like first of all it kind of feels like yo i think i think i just enslaved these creatures and i'm putting them to work which is kind of messed up yeah like i mean but then isn't pokemon really messed up too when you really like start thinking about it (laughs) anyways it's actually quite fun and to figure out like hey how do i build up this camp how do i keep expanding to the next thing there's different tech trees where as you level up you can unlock new things to craft which allows you to traverse the environment and become stronger and craft better weapons and things like that and you know it's that loop is enjoyable i i have three boys and they are super into this game. This is speaking to that generation, I believe. The fact that that crafting, that Minecraft carries over to this as far as that crafting survival. I think this is why it is such a hit right now is because Mm -hmm. it is speaking to this current generation. For myself, I don't know how deep I'll get into it, but I can see the appeal. I can definitely see the appeal. Well, Uh, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. It's the Minecraft thing, right? That's definitely part of it. There's something going on there with the, like the kids and all that stuff. It's it's speaking their language, but also there's this generation of Pokemon fans yeah. that haven't gotten a Pokemon game, like legitimate Pokemon game, on the PC, on the Xbox, and they they're probably dying for anything that's Pokemon related because you know. The hype, the love, right? Uh, for Pokemon, Absolutely. it's still there. And it's nice to see some... Sure, this doesn't seem like completely non-jank. Let's be honest. It's not completely non-jank. But <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it has its fair share it's of jank. It's got its fair you. share of jank, for sure. But it ain't Pokemon jank. Because at least oh, it sh- looks slightly better than Pokemon. I mean, it does still look a little... <laughs> let's be honest. It still looks a little nasty. But I mean, like, let's let's uh, compare it to Pokemon here, and it's this is like leap years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's kind of crazy too is so right now there's like a lot of I don't know talk scuttlebutt up out on the internet <laughs> talking about hey these guys totally ripped off their pal characters from Pokemon, and if you start looking through it, there's a lot of very close similarities where I could totally see it. But the gameplay is so different. It is definitely not about catching them all. It's about like, yo, how do I just keep progressing, building up my base, moving further out into the world? You know, I find it incredibly fun. I'm going to stick with it for a little bit. My kids are so deep into it that I don't think (laughs) I'll ever get to the point where they're at. Because like, you know, these kind of games, they can be like a huge time commitment, a huge time sink. And I don't think I'm committed to that. But this is really cool. I think for a company releasing this game, it's it's done very well. Also, the thing is, it's funny, like everyone. Yeah, there are. You definitely look at the comparisons, obviously. Obviously, it's like off pokemon that's that's totally fine that's okay it's yeah. just it, and yes they're you can totally see they're mixing and matching and some of them is just like a color swap or whatever but if nintendo really had a problem like this whole discussion is just so funny everyone thinks they're lawyers it's like if nintendo <laughs> had a problem they would have handled it this tiny little company that's also in japan would they would have screwed them over but they knew about this for a long time. It's been years that oh, they've known about yeah. it. Yeah, they would have. They would have put the kibosh on this forever ago. Are you kidding me? 
who cares? They yeah. don't care. Nintendo doesn't care, obviously. You know, whatever. I don't I don't it, think so. And it's and that's okay. And I love everyone being lawyers. That's good. YouTube lawyer, that's wonderful. But um no. <laughs> it's like let's let's let Nintendo handle it and let's just enjoy this wonderful stealing of intellectual property. Let's enjoy oh, it. Yeah. Let's Dude, enjoy let's it. Just embrace it. Dude, let's just except embrace for, okay. it. <laughs> One last thing on this game, Devin, that I found ridiculous and funny. So, you know, in Pokemon, there's uh, Team Rocket or whatever the Team Rocket equivalent, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, there's something similar in this game. I can't remember what the heck they're called. I it, Whatever. They're these dudes. They're actual real people. So you can fight them and you can catch them, dude. You can catch people. The people? <laughs> Devin, I'm not lying, dude. You can go... And like beat a guy down, and then you're like, "Yo, you're mine now!" And you catch him, and you can put him to work in your camp. Yeah, yeah. Is it that Ooh. messed up? <laughs> I know. I was like, a good, "Wait a minute!" You know, I'm like I just accidentally, like I just didn't realize. Like I hit the button, and I was targeting a guy. And it's like, "Yo, you have a 15 percent chance to catch this guy." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, no, I'm like they didn't do this." And, and sure enough, buddy, I have a homeboy in my camp. He's yes. doing his thing. Yeah, he's standing. He's I, I I don't know if there's like a lot that they can each do, but he stands guards because there's raids that will happen every once in a while where you get invaded in your camp <laughs> and uh, he stands guard and fights for me. So, I mean, like I'm not having him do anything messed up, but it is no, kind of no. messed up that he's he's mine. He's just the muscle, you know? Yeah, that's and right. That's and he's, right. Your, he's your muscle. And that's because we know <laughs> we know her. <laughs> I do not have that muscle. I, I'm not a that, lover. Lover, dude. Lover. Not a fight. You need, you, need you need to capture people to fight for you. You know? That's right. That's exactly how we do it in right. our life, too. <laughs> Get those Pokeballs ready. That's great, dude. I'm glad that everyone's loving it. I don't, again, I don't think, I'll, maybe I'll dabble, but I just don't. Knowing me, Trav, can I, I'm just going to kind of like talk about something talk about I, it buddy I, dude i played so i played the game of the year right the best game of all time uh, uh yeah Boulder, yeah freaking boulders gate three you mm-hmm. know greatest and? game of all time <laughs> i have fallen asleep through that game well almost every time i've played it and uh, uh, uh listen is it the best writing i've ever seen in a video game oh yeah absolutely if it was just the story, I could just watch it for sure. But every time I have to play, oh my gosh, I'm going, daddy's going to sleep. Daddy's taking a nap nap. It's just, and I, I knew, Trev, I knew, I knew this wasn't for me. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm playing Why a do top you do down this to yourself? What am I doing to myself? I knew this wasn't for me. Just like I know Pal World's for, for, not for me, but I've spent $60 because I gave into the hype. And here I am. Sleep into the game. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you fell for it. They like, got I, you. I get it. Like, it, it probably is excellent for somebody, but it just, just wasn't for me. Anyways, have you played that yet? Played a you know, Boys I Day have. Three? And there's parts of it that I have enjoyed. Like, I, I enjoy, you know, the whole mass effect or dragon age of having a party and Mm -hmm. how they talk to each other and have this dialogue and certain things happen when you have certain characters together i love that aspect of it i find that game is too brutal maybe i'm not a true gamer Devin, but that game i feel like is 100 trying to screw you over the whole time no matter what you're trying to do where if you've ever played dungeons and dragons with a dm and the dungeon master is presenting the story yeah, they can be pretty rough at times, but I feel like they're trying to provide like a cool experience for the yes, players, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they they don't want it to be just brutal where everybody's like, well, screw this. This is 100% brutal. I feel like it's too hard at times and I can't wrap my mind around it. I want to yeah. love it. I'm having a hard time with it. Yep. I like the party thing. I think the writing's excellent. I think the characters seem great. And I like the dice rolling. I just yeah. find the combat to be too brutal. I find it to be really boring, not very great on controls, especially because there's like oh, yeah. way, way too many options, which I get it. Maybe that's cool for you if you want to take the time to scroll through all those menus, but that's not exciting to me. You know, it's just this, just isn't, it just ain't doing it. Like the main crux of the game, like the game part. Yeah. I just don't love the game part. With that game, uh, I, 
I feel like it's almost too much too. Like it's too yeah. vast. There's, I, I get so sidetracked. Like I ended up talking to a squirrel and the squirrel was talking to me uh, and I had this whole story. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I was just like, what did I just spend the last 45 minutes on? Ex- and exactly. Yeah. There's too much, you know? Too and so much. I guess for me, maybe just as we get older, time becomes more valuable and not because I'm dying anytime soon. To <laughs> well. <be clear. laughs> No, but just because like, I have very little game time, and if I'm going to sink some hours in, I want to be able to feel like I've progressed and did something I'm supposed to talk to an effing squirrel, dude. Yeah, death's, death's grasp is uh, it's on me, and to be honest, I'm with, I'm with you, bro. And I've only played maybe under 10 hours for uh, Baldur's Gate, yeah. but... I, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere and I don't know if I'm moving in the right direction. It just, it's too vast. Yeah. And some people are like, that's the fun of it. And maybe it is for some, but sure. I, I like an end, you know, I like to see the bright end, the light at the end of the tunnel. Death right. again, death, sweet, mm. sweet, sweet death. Okay. Trev, our first song is Brazil by Declan McKenna. I don't know if he's Irish, but I like, I liked name. it though. I like the I- name. I, I like, like the, the way you said it too. I love love me Irish people. Trev, lately I've been on this kind of indie course. You know, mm. late at night getting a little bit of samples and trying to and then if I if something hits me, I, I just press that like button. And this one was a like button. And Trev, I wanted to share it with all of you. So let's listen together. Here we go. Ooh, it has a cool guitar rift. Yeah. Just easy you in, baby. Easy. I'm already, I'm already digging this. This is great. Isn't it? It's like all screechy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Dev. You got me hooked on him, dude. I'm, I'm liking this. I'm adding it to library. Yeah. like the line you know talks like an angel but he looks like me good stuff Mm. good stuff so good Play the beautiful game alive in Brazil. Cause everybody Ooh. plays the beautiful game alive in Brazil. Cause everybody plays the beautiful game alive in Brazil. Cause everybody plays the beautiful game alive in Brazil. Cause everybody plays the beautiful
This is a good little bridge, man. want to give you guys a little taste of that action all right dude uh next topic is mine trev during christmas a miracle happened that day (laughs) got myself a steam deck oled dude are you for reals yeah uh yes so converted i'm converted welcome welcome like i'm glad this is the first of the show because I couldn't do, I, I don't know. It's hard to go back. It's hard to go back to the switch, to be honest, especially Dude, right now, right? especially right now. Yep. It's seven years into the switch's life and you're feeling every moment of it, right? Except for the Nintendo games. But do just playing like I'm playing like, like a dragon and infinite wealth right now on my steam deck. I'm playing all kinds of, cr- I'm playing halo Trev. I'm playing Halo on a handheld device. Dude, wasn't and that the dream? That's the that's the effing dream, dude. Like the growing job. up when we were kids, we're like, dude, how sick would it be to be able <laughs> to play this on our PSP or like, you know, yes. something like that. Like just to be able to take Halo on the go. And I know, I don't know if I necessarily love Halo as much as I did back in the day. Actually, I know I don't. don't. But no, yeah. it, it, it is the dream. Like the dream came true. The dream came true. And that's the thing. Like, sure. Is it a little late? Is the dream a little late? Maybe. But my little kid brain is just screaming, screaming at the screen. I can't believe it's happened. There it is. Well, <laughs> Master hey, Chief. Hey, you're over there just crying. <laughs> Wife looks over just like, dude, you're really? Right? But it's, uh, it is so fun <laughs> to just, and you just have that library, you know, that I, that stupid library that I've spent so much money on and never played a single game on because I just hate PC gaming, but this has converted me because you don't really, you know, that green check marks there and you're good. It has the green check mark and you're like, okay. And sure. You can do the little, the little yellow eye. If you're feeling a little spicy, a little saucy. Yeah. A little saucy, get right up in that sauce. But right now, green, green checks. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Not too complicated. They do it for me. I'm loving it, dude. I'm freaking loving it. (laughs) I'm so happy, Dev. Like, it's kind of, it's a great way to play PC games. Like, it takes a lot of the PC out of it and makes it more console-like, but not fully locked down like a console. It's, I feel like it's this, like, perfect, happy medium where, sure, you might need to do some tinkering, but hey, I love tinkering. Yeah. Uh, But it's not necessarily, like, I feel like they package it so well in SteamOS where, it does feel very console-like. Even if it doesn't even have the check mark or the yellow, games are still playable. They're just maybe mm-hmm. not optimized for the small screen or they don't meet certain qualifications. There's only been a handful of games that don't actually run on it due to anti-cheat software that has to run on Windows or something yeah. like that. It can play a good chunk of the games and it does it fairly well for the most part. And dude, I'm so happy that you're playing it and that you're liking it. What's I mean, if you were to say like, all right, I love this thing so much in the future, whatever Nintendo system that comes out, what what are some of the things that you would maybe want to pull from it? Oh, man, I think the the feel of it is better than the switch. Yeah, it feels a lot more cozy. It's not perfect, but it is better. It is better. I feel like when I look at cozy, maybe like that. I mean, it's awful, but that PlayStation portal, right, is Mm -hmm. looks the most cozy. 
it is also garbage. Ridiculous. But yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but it probably, if you go- want something for Coast Factor, you just want controllers. That's essentially it. So I think the Steam Deck does a happy medium of that. So I hope on the Switch we get a little more cozy. I just doubt it. I really don't know if they're going to get rid of those Joy-Cons, to be honest. The big screen, like the real estate on the screen is really yeah. good, especially the OLED. Really pretty screen. Really, It awesome. looks great, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks great. What bums me out is that the Switch 2 isn't going to be that much more powerful than this. I mean, if it Mm-mm. is, that would be amazing. But it would be guys, weird though, right? It would be weird because I'm paying $500 for this thing, roughly. And to be honest, like Steam is a good company. Like they take care of their effing people. Say what you will. They take mm-hmm. care of their customers very well, right? So well. So well. Like they really do care. So in the end, it's gonna be it's gonna be roughly the same power. Nintendo's not gonna put out a five hundred dollar console, you know. No. Maybe they get better deals because they have an in with Nvidia or something. You know what I mean? Sure. And maybe there's some other things they work around. The LCD is cheaper. They cheap out on something else, right? But it's not gonna be that much better, and that kind of bums me out. It's like, well, I already have that. Yeah, it's like, why do I need, I guess, just for those Nintendo games, right? Just for the Nintendo games, games. Right? yeah. yeah. You know, which, I, I mean, it's fine. part yeah. of me, like, I'm obviously very excited for whatever they're going to announce, hopefully this year, next year, whatever it ends up being. But I'm with you. Like, I've, I, you know, in the Nintendo show, we used to talk a lot about, hey, potential Switch Pro or Switch Super Switch or Switch 2 rumors. Yeah. I have really stopped caring because oh, I feel like dude. I've already have that. Just happen kill me with those rumors. Yes, there is going to be one, but not three years back or four years back. You know, it's like, no, it's, and now it's going to come this year and that's great, but it's going to be, it's going to be a big wonk because we're going to have an OLED or Nintendo's going to be crazy. And I'd rather Nintendo be crazy. Like I said on our last episode, which was forever ago, I'd rather Nintendo be crazy than do it again. 100%. Anyways. But. I dude, I'm with you. Like absolutely, like do something weird because you know what? They're in this market now where, dude, the variety of PC gaming handhelds that are out there right now are it's nuts. You there's so many options, so many different like form factors, attachable, detachable controllers. Some with like huge 10 inch screens. Some of them that are these smaller handhelds, uh, even smaller than the Steam Deck. Uh, so like I have the ROG Ally, right? Uh-huh, and that yeah. thing is technically more powerful than the steam deck um there are some games i feel like it does have a little bit more juice but the thing is is i feel like the steam deck runs so close to that that it's really not a huge upgrade to get like the ally or like the legion go or whatever else is out there and that's kind of the top that's even possible right now and those those are thousands of dollars yeah seven Seven. Okay. Yeah. I thought one of them was. There are some that are definitely more. Okay. But the thing is, too, though, is like, okay, so if that's the max that we can do at that price, Nintendo is not going to get anywhere near it. So they need to do something completely different, just like they always do. Like, I feel like yeah. if they just rely on, like, well, you know, we sold a lot of this, I think, I hope we don't have a Wii U situation with the Switch where it's like, oh, they put out this thing and you know what? Not everybody's that interested because there's so many other options. Now, I know PC. Handheld gaming is a very niche audience, but I feel like it's starting to take off and it's becoming more and more user friendly for people to pick up and start playing. So, and when I'm so glad that you're liking it though. Oh, I know. Well, and listen, when you're going, like I said, steam will treat you well. Nintendo does do a lot of sales now, but it's like, are you like steam sales are all dude. Are you kidding me? Like 70, 80, 90% off of games. Just wait a little bit. Yeah. And here's the other thing. I'm playing PlayStation games, Xbox games, exclusives, right? Yeah. Exclusive games on this. It makes me, I don't do another thing. I don't see the point of the Xbox. I literally don't see the point. of the No, Xbox. It, it's like this. I thing sold should... mine. It is a yeah. waste of money. I'd like, I get it. Maybe power, but even that, I don't know. Not really. Like if you have a good internet connection, like I showed my dad, I went to my dad, he's, he's running that Xbox one. Mm-hmm. And he has, I was like, dad, guess what, dude, you can play next gen games just with your freaking laptop, dude. You have the internet. You are, you're paying for X freaking whatever it's called premium version yeah. of that. So might as well like freaking go for it and you can play 
freaking Starfield right now. Yeah. Yeah. And and so can I. <laughs> it's like I don't need it. I don't need an Xbox, man. What a waste. Like it it's really just a is. waste. I get, I ugh. couldn't agree more, Devin. Like it's it's become to the point where it's like, well, you know, like and I I think it's a good move. I like that Microsoft is just like, yo, you have a PC, play our stuff. Oh, we put our stuff on Steam. Oh, hey, you can get it on Game Pass. You can stream it. You can you can get our console if you don't have a PC. Like, I think it's cool that they have options for people that don't want to have like a PC or a dedicated handheld or something. But if you already have one of these other options, there is no need to go buy an Xbox. No. And that's fine because Xbox wants this, guys. That's like, all this right. This is what they want. This is what Xbox wants. It's like, we just want people to buy into ultimate and that's fine. <laughs> it's like, they, they don't care about that Xbox. Like who gives a shit? Anyways, it's, yep. it's a weird landscape, dude. I'm loving it though. I'm loving the OLED. I don't, it's changed me. It's gotten me off Xbox. It's gotten me off switch and it's kind of weird to be in this zone, but I'm loving it. I'm jigging it. So dude, I'm Chad? so glad you're liking it. Loving dude, it, it's, <laughs> it's so cool. What a, what a, what a time to be alive, huh? Seriously. Uh, future is now y'all Trev want to give us a, uh, give you a, give us a hit, give us a hit of your song. All right. So bad time by alkaline trio. It's their new album that just came out. I think a couple weeks ago, the single has been out for a little bit, but our boy, Matt Skiba returning from blink One Eighty Two to full time back into the trio. And it is so good. Ooh. This song I love so much because of the story behind it. So okay. This I, I'm going to tell just a quick, quick story. Do but it, dude. Take your this, time. I'm settled in. I'm ready. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm so happy. So this song, it's really interesting because it's about a song that's inspired by a crush that he had on his friend, this girl, and how no matter what ha- was going on at the time, whatever craziness in life or whatever, this person would call and, hey, it's never a bad time to hear from that person and talk to him no matter what chaos is going on. The first verse... They were on tour in El Paso, Texas, and across from where they were staying, there was like a live active shooter situation oh, really? and with like gunfire, a bunch of craziness, right? And this person calls and is like, hey, is now bad time? And he's like, well, yeah, it's a bad time, but I still want to hear from you. And the next <laughs> one is when they were in Chicago, they lived in Chicago, they lived in this real shady neighborhood and... I guess there was like the Italian mafia or something was running that neighborhood and they were basically right in the crossfire of a drive-by shooting. And it was while he and his uh, roommate Bobby were on mushrooms. So on shrooms. And so, you know, but no matter what situation he's in, always wants to hear from this person. So I find it kind of funny, but then also Uh kind of sweet. Anyways, let's, let's, let's listen to this bad boy. It has such a great just riff guitar beat everything so let's let's okay, do this. let's start it still has that like classic trio alkaline trio yeah. sound which is oh i just dig you me out that one time thought that i heard gunfire I stepped outside, left a message saying hi. I answered from a firefight, told you it's a bad time, but I can talk. I really want to talk to you. I'm being stopped by killer robots, and I'm pretty sure they're bulletproof. It's a bad time. Yeah, digging the guitar in the background. Right? And then, like, like the, the layers of guitar, too. Yeah, I like the so layers. Good. Yeah. So many times I heard gunfire in the dead of the night. Left a message saying hi. I answered from a drive-by. Told you it's a bad time, but I can talk. No, I really want to talk to you. I'm being stalked by that royalty of me and Bobby just ain't true. It's a bad time. Spell right now, you spell right now. Away, you move, 
Dude. So freaking good. That is a good freaking song. It was <laughs> my music went right into Blink. Yep. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of Blink Trev. So he was he's the guy that replaced he filled in for filled yeah, in basically for, replaced Tom DeLong. Tom for a little bit and then yep, Tom's for back. two albums, a handful yeah. of years. Honestly, like so cool because like it really at least kept Blink 182 going as opposed to just fully falling off the face of the earth. And I love Matt Skiba. He's he's awesome. Alkaline Trio has been one of my favorite bands for a long, long time. And so it was cool to see him come to Blink. And they had a you know a different sound. So I yeah, actually really it was still enjoyed good. it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. And they kept mostly the identity of Blink with those two albums. Yeah, were, to an extent. You know, and yeah. you know, I think the difference though is. Tom has such a unique and terrible voice that it's good. <laughs> and, you know, and I feel like Matt and um, and Mark have a very similar sound. Yeah. And so, like, they would kind of, like, blend into each other, even though you could tell, but it just it just wasn't the same to have that that dynamic between Mark and, and Tom. So, yeah, you know, it's cool I, that yeah. Blink's back. These guys are doing their thing. It's It's fantastic. No, that's really cool. Do you like, did you like the new Blink album? Yeah, a yeah. lot actually. Like, yeah, it's, it was pretty good. It's so good. Yeah, it was pretty solid. I love that you gave the history, Trev. You know, Dude, yeah. Well, like, okay, it, like gives, first... it gives a little more. Like, it gives a little more to it. I love it. Dude, when I first listened to that song, I was like, "Dude, what? What the hell's going on here? What? Are, <laughs> like, what is he talking about?" I'm like, I love everything about this song, but I don't know what you're talking about. So I looked it up, and it, there was an interview that Matt gave about kind of the meaning of some of the verses. And I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, obviously, dude, you put yourself into some really terrible situations, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes it very interesting to kind of learn more about it. I feel like you connect with it more. And so, yeah, yeah it was that, was that was a fun one. I enjoyed dude, it. That's a dope song. All right. Well, it's going into the likes. That's all I got to say. Mm. Thumbs up. All right, Trev. Topic number two. Your right, final dude. topic. What's eating at your heart, your soul. And my heartstrings. <laughs> Those heartstrings, please. So the cool thing is, is your heartstring and my heartstring are playing the same note, buddy. Just, you know, you recently said you're playing Steam Deck. We talked a little bit about PC gaming handhelds, and that that's mine, to be honest. I've loved staying on, like, the PC handheld gaming beat, like, knowing what's coming out, what they showed at, like, CES, all the different specs. Like, I I am so deep, Devin. Like, it's It's bad. Help me. <laughs> I watch way too many YouTube videos about reviews of all these crazy like Chinese handhelds that you have to kickstart to even get. This recently at CES, MSI, the PC gaming company, uh-huh. has recently announced like, hey, we're coming out with the thing called the Claw. And, uh, first of all, terrible name. Awful it man. looks it looks just like a black version of the ROG Ally. Okay. But there are some differences and it's running an Intel chip for the first time in one of these things. Cool. It has a huge battery. Like I believe it's one of the largest batteries that's been in one of these handhelds. I think there's a few exceptions, but hopefully they're saying should have better battery life than like the ROG Ally and things like that. Okay. So, I mean, like there's certain things that I, it's fun to see how this market has kind of come into existence and how there are options now. And that's the thing that I love is I love having options to be like, cool, what fits my needs? The LG Legion Go, where it has detachable controllers similar to the Switch, where you can put in tabletop mode or, you know, things like that. Or is it something with like a slide out keyboard or is it something like I... Ionia? No, I can't remember the brand, but yeah. they have dual screens where it's like almost like a 3DS. <laughs> like there are so many options, Devin. It's the Wild West out there for these things. And what a fun time to be alive. Yeah. The Switch really kind of opened up like this market, it feels like, you know, at least a little yep. bit. When the Switch first came out, I remember so many PC players were really into the idea of the Switch when it first came out. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, dude, it's going to have like good graphics and it's going to be handhelds and you can play all this crap. And he's like, yeah, dude. And it's funny that that market, it's like, no, 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 come back, come back, boys, come back home mm-hmm. to your PC. We got it right here. And dude, it's great for Nintendo to be like, guess what? You have some competitors. You're not alone. It's, it's great. I'm, I'm really digging all the creative and fun ideas that everyone's like coming up with and all the crazy Chinese randomness that's also out there in the world. It's pretty dude. cool. <laughs> it, 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 I know it, it, it is really nuts. It's, it's crazy to stay on top of. I feel like every week there's like a new announcement of, Hey, this company's coming out with something and it's, 
it's fascinating. It is so fun to watch and see how these things progress. And, you know, like we've talked about in the past, Evan, on our past show is I, I'm a handheld gamer. Like that's that's my preferred play style as far as like playing games like Game Boy Advance, 3DS, things like that. The Switch, obviously. And this takes PC gaming, which I, you know, how cool is it that you can have this huge library and you buy this new device and already have all your games yeah. like and it'll continue to be that way until there's a huge architectural change on how like this stuff works. No matter what comes out, what system that is presented to you, you find the one that you want and you log in. All your games are there. Just so freaking awesome. And I can't wait to see what comes in, you know, the upcoming years, because like these things are going to get more power efficient. They're going to become smaller, more compact, less bulky, but still, you know, like, so we're going to see the evolution of this thing. And I don't think it's going to be stopping anytime soon. No, it's exciting. It's exciting. Mm. Well, that was a little nug, a little sweet Trev nug. Should we do a song, Trev? You ready? Yeah. Stay ready away from for... the Trev nugs. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Since you asked consent is important uh let's see all right trev this is a weird song i'm sure you've heard mgmt before maybe i have okay their other songs are kind of more like i'd say poppier than this this is more kind of rock and it's a different sound and it's a weird song dude it's very weird but i i dig it so this is bubblegum dog mgmt let's do it Here does howling. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I see. I see where the dog comes in. Bubblegum dog, <laughs> tell me what the truth is. Isn't this better law? Doesn't that confuse things? Shouldn't I run? Isn't that the white man? None of this seems like fun. Dude, this is Maybe dope. that's the point, man. For oh, years, yeah. I've strung you along. Yes. Afraid of the bubblegum dog. It's finally catching up. Can I get a hell yeah, Trap? Dude, <laughs> hell yeah. Dude, did you hear that, like, it's synth or chip tune or whatever it was? That's <laughs> sick. Yeah. Dog. It's finally catching up. I have no idea what this guy's talking about. Me either. Such a strange song. <laughs> so weird. I felt hate toward the earthly world But hate is a very strong word And it's finally catching up with me The years of plodding on The fear of the bubblegum dog Is finally catching up with me So I'll pray it won't be long Wake up and it's all gone You and me will keep the calm of overcome like so different trev than what mgmt is it's really like so i gotta weird. give them give them a listen at least the first album i heard from them this is so much different it's so <laughs> crazy i didn't even know that this was them it's weird dude it has a very interesting sound that's yeah, a weird vibe i love it <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool it's unique Hey! 
dude. That was interesting. Isn't that some weirdness? <laughs> what a thing to bring, Dev. That that was something else, but I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I don't know what it is. I don't know what bubblegum dog means. I don't know what the I, words are. It's probably are. Some, something sexual. Some kind of weird sexual drug. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, all I know is I'm going to search that with safe search on. Oh, definitely do. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> oh, that's freaking awesome, Devin. Great, great song. Thanks for sharing, man. My next topic is, and the last topic, is going to be Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. This is the Yakuza series that's been going on. Yeah. Uh, dude, okay. I've what? So Yakuza is a little, it's shocking. There's a lot of game, right? It's a lot to get into. It's a series that, you know, each game I think is about 60 hours long and you don't want to, you don't want to go into that because it's, especially if you never touched them, it's a lot. I understand. I've dabbled. I've played Yakuza 0 for like maybe three hours and a couple others. And I really liked them. I just kind of dropped out because there was newer games that were coming out. But this one, brand new, fresh out of the oven. And it's the second of the RPG version of the Yakuza games, the Like a Dragon series, I guess now. And man, almighty Trev, if you listen, if you're a Persona fan, Mm -hmm. you must touch, you must touch Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. If you love Persona, I'm telling you, this is, it is essentially Persona, but with an even more detailed world. I think Persona is cool and all, but I think the world is like, you know, it's colorful, it's whatever, but I, it, you know, it's kind of a little flat, kind of PS2-ish to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yes, this the graphics aren't going to blow you away. This isn't like super realism, but it's a Japan and it's, I haven't hit Hawaii yet, but there's Hawaii in here too, which is dope because I love Hawaii. It has that same persona vibe where you're you're living in this Japanese world, but also it's super goofy, outlandish. The fighting mechanics are kind of like a mixture of like turn based, but also there's you like move your guy to the right position so you can punch a guy. So he hits another guy behind him or you go next to a bike. Oh, that's cool. You go next to the bike so you can smash a bike over a dude's head or whatever (laughs) the frick. So it's kind of a mix of RPG, but also that Yakuza fist him ups beat em ups it's good stuff it is so it's like the perfect balance of rpg but not too much you know it's not yeah i'm not not boulders gating this bad boy you know it's just the right amount my only thing is maybe it's a little too chatty just kind of like persona is maybe a little too little too much maybe if you're super involved (laughs) with these characters i could see like sure i'm loving every minute it's 10 minute 20 minute cutscenes and then oh geez the okay so that's the, that's the that's the downside but the game itself is bad a i love it it's so good there's games inside games there's like animal crossing in this thing there's freaking <laughs> crazy taxi in this game there's all kind dude games inside that's of games awesome. in this game it is so that's cool fun. trev it is so cool Anyways. So this, I've actually been, in, I've never played like a dragon game at all. Uh-huh. So I'm not, I'm, I've only just what I've heard other people talk about as well as like a few videos online. It looks very interesting, but do you have to play any of the stuff prior or could I just d- jump right into like a dragon? Yeah, Infinite this one. Wealth. Yeah. Infinite wealth. Yeah, I think you could. I think it's fine enough. Like, okay. Uh, to be honest, you know, you get like the, you learn enough of yeah. about like characters as you go. Okay, cool. Yeah, you get hey, maybe idea. this is even the the gateway drug to get me into to all the other ones. Exactly. Knows? Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, dude, if you don't do it sometime, you're going to be held back the whole time, right? It's too much yeah. of a commitment already. Like sure. it's so like like I said, sixty hour games, every single one, like eight games. No, it's just a big commitment, and it's a little scary to dive in. So. Maybe watch a video on YouTube if you can find one. But I'll be honest, it's not that complex of a story that you're going to be like, oh, I don't know what's going on, you know, and it's so goofy that for me, it's like the goof factor. That's more fun than the story itself. Just the game is just fun to play. It's like the reverse. It's like the anti Boulder's Gate, right? It's the game. (laughs) is fun. (laughs) Yeah, the game. The game is actually really awesome. And like like I said, dude, if you loved Japan hawaii persona vibes it's just cool it's just a cool vibe 
what a fun game. Anyways, I gotta I, check this out. Check it out again, Trev. I there are, the cutscenes are probably a little. In, they are intense. Let's be honest. They are intense. That's all right. Sometimes I like to watch a TV show. It's okay. That's okay then. Okay, so you're good to go, dude. I I love Persona, and it's like sometimes you're like, yo, I've been just watching these two characters talk for like 15 <laughs> minutes, and I'm super into it. So I I yeah. mean like that's cool to hear. Is so all right. I love Japanese role playing games. Like, have you did you play the last the Final Fantasy VII remake? Yeah, remake. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. How does the combat compare to that? So it's a weird thing, Trev. It's different. It's not hack and slashy. Okay. But it so it is turn based, but it's the way that it's played out and like the the ferociousness of it. Like the mm-hmm. you're picking things up of the world. Like the world's interactive. Like it's a part of it. So it's kind of different. It's a different kind of thing. I can't really I don't know how to describe it because positioning is yeah. really important. So like moving your guys really important. It's a different vibe. It is, it is turn-based, but it's so impactful in the way they do it. And there is enough interactivity and different other things. You're choosing options like Persona a little bit. Like you could do your regular attack, but you can also do special attacks. I'd say it's like a mix of Persona with a mixture of a tactical game. It's so weird, dude. It's so weird. It's just fun. I don't know how to completely describe it. So it's cool. Fun. It's really it sounds good. unique enough that I need to give it a go. It seems like it's hitting enough of those check boxes where I got to dive in. It seems like the main character is just a freaking goofball as well. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to check this out. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Dive in playing on my OLED, of course, because it's taken my life, but it's, it's a dream. It's a, it's a gorgeous, beautiful dream. Uh, Trev, I just wanted to say something just cause I've been listening to it randomly. Justice League comes out. Like oh, yeah. today. Wait, and, I totally forgot. And there is no reviews out for it because Ooh, that's not good. Because yeah, no one was given them. And IGN like straight up was like, yo, we didn't get a review copy for this. And sorry, that's why there's no that's review. That's not a good sign. Uh-huh. And also the IGN's preview, what was it, dude? It was nasty. The headline was we played it and we did not like it. Like legitimately oh. did not like it. Anyways, that's not good to hear. It sucks. Oh, that's too bad. Because like I love Rocksteady. You, know, you have Rocksteady, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so lame. Just just something to think about. That's kind of hmm. sad. Saddens my heart because I love Rocksteady. It's been like eight years since Arkham Knight, and dude, that game was way more dope than people. I know everyone would hate it on the Riddler trophy shiz or whatever. If you mm-hmm. don't care about the Riddler stuff, yeah, you that just game is it. sick. That game is so good. And the graphics look amazing now. They really do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I played it a handful of months ago and it still looks pretty darn good. Yeah. And dude, the Batmobile's fun enough. Like, I don't know. I think that game is super cool. I, you know, I think it's also it's like this game has been in development for so long and they're kind of almost chasing that live service you know, yeah. phase that gaming went through there for a little while. And that has kind of died off. You've even seen it with destiny. They've lost, you know, destiny two has lost tons of players and they're kind of, I guess, Bungie's having a hard time financially at the moment as well. And, yeah. you know, so I, I feel like they, they're just late to the party. Like they, it's kind of like that MMO phase back in the day where World of Warcraft came out and everything wanted that chase that wow money. And then when a lot of those games came out, everybody was over it so you know i maybe that's what happened with this but i you know that's that's unfortunate because i would love another like quality rock steady game it's just like last of us doing their thing and naughty dog basically had a game done and then they just sony was like well these types games aren't doing well so you're just not gonna it's just not gonna come out yeah that's insane the game is essentially finished and they're just like yep and, you know, and it's, these guys are in the same boat. You spend all this time. I guess we're going to try to make what money we can out of this. Yeah. Uh, Freaking that's, Destiny, that's... dude. Destiny screwed the pooch on a lot. Like so many, so many, like Bioware. So many yeah. great companies have died to this. Bioware, oh, yeah. Rocksteady, freaking that's Naughty right. Dog. Three of the best companies that made games just died because they followed that Destiny train, baby. 
Yeah, Ooh, uh, which is too bad, Super you know, because those games have a place and they're fun. And with a game like this, them putting it out there and if they, it doesn't get the support it needs, like especially for an online game where you're supposed to be playing with other players and things like that. This thing kind of seems it's just being sent out to die, doesn't it? Yeah, essentially, which is kind of sucky so anyways pour one one out pour one out pour one out and if it's goes on a steam deal or whatever i'll see you there you know i'll see you you it'll it'll show up in a humble bundle or something like that (laughs) so we'll see you then (laughs) see you when you're 20 bucks sorry guys well or maybe the reviews will shock us but we'll see okay who knows trev last song man last song of the show what do we got all right so we have uh, this is a band that's been around for a little bit I've never heard of them before, but I could be just totally late to the party. It's a band called Honey, H-U-N-N-Y, Honey. And the song is called Lula, I'm Not Mad. And I love this song. So one thing you'll learn about me, and I'll make sure to mix up the music, but I love pop punk, emo, screamo. You know, that style of music just really speaks to me. And yeah. this band is on Epitaph Records. So, you know, very similar warehouse or warehouse, warehouse <laughs> wheelhouse as a lot of the other th- stuff that I'm into. And I ran in, uh, across these guys and I love their sound because it's nothing like those other ones. It's weird. It's such a weird mix where it's it's got a little bit of pop punkiness to it, but it has such a synthy and 80s vibe to it as well. Mm, okay. It just makes me smile. And the and the chorus is so catchy. I listen I've listened to this. I think my iTunes music you know, uh-huh. somewhere at the end of the year is going to say this song I listened to like 4 billion times, dude. <laughs> so let's check it out. I don't have a huge story, but it sounds so good. I'm excited for y'all to listen. Okay. Ooh, already like. It almost has like a little bit of like the cure. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. To it. Uh huh. But it's a little bit more poppy. Yeah. Your hands around his collar in unworthy kiss and I wasn't bothered. Pretend I wanted a reason to run out of reasons to stay. And recover my bed is a hospital. She said, Are you okay? Well, I lie and recover my bed. Nice switch. Digging it. Right? Nice little pre chorus. Uh huh. Take all of my time. Take me for granted. Cut me up in a million pieces on another planet with you. Just makes me smile. Very uh, yeah, upbeat. Yeah. Very just, it has a good sound to it. Just like 80s, I don't know, like 80s summer happy music. It's so, it's got a good vibe. So nice. Totally, man. Like, this is like the soundtrack to my life. I feel like this is always going around in my head. Something like this. Probably what keeps me positive in life. I don't know what it is, but it's, this whole album is very similar to this. Some of it's a little bit darker. Some of it's a little bit lighter, but 
beautiful. It's cool. Dude, I love the album. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, you know it's five it's, yeses. Uh, five yeses. So <laughs> you know it's it's That's interesting. Exciting. It's cool because like I feel like it fits a lot of that kind of more poppy, kind of punky like tones to it, but then very eighties. And I love eighties music. It is so good. Yeah, dude, that's nice. Ah, <sighs> well, that's a happy way to end the show, Trev. I'm loving yeah, it, dude. Mm. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to Wizards and Hand Grenades. This is our maiden episode. Really appreciate oh. you guys coming out. Oh, my God. Hopefully it floats. Hopefully this boat floats. Dude, we'll see what happens. Huh? Hopefully the boat floats for sure. If not, hey, we'll be here sinking with it. And that's all right with me because uh, I really had a fun time. It was great well, listening music and like talking about geeky, nerdy stuff with you, Trev. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Favorite. I could do this every day, Devin. <laughs> My freaking favorite stuff. If you liked it, please leave a comment, leave likes, do all that good stuff. If you want to listen share to it with a friend, share, share it with a friend, please. Nintendo show is also on this, uh, this thing. So if this is new to you and you liked what you heard, Nintendo shows got similar vibes. We don't do it anymore, but it's, uh, if you want some more stuff while you're waiting for the next month, there's that. Really, we appreciate all the support you can give us, and we are so excited to start this adventure with all of you. If you have anything you would like to change, if you would want to add anything, we'll set stuff up so we can comment and get this thing rolling. So again, thanks for listening. We will talk to you in a month. Bye. Just the two of us